Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Full of Joy podcast today. I am Francesca Borman. I'm a joy and self-development influencer and your host of the Full of Joy podcast. So I'm back with another interview for our second round of interview episodes. So if you missed it, what I'm doing is over the next, I think now it's two weeks, um, I'm going to be sharing more stories of women entrepreneurs who built their own online businesses. And they're sharing their stories from start to finish each Each story is filled with tips and insight and advice. And I really wanted to start this series where I get to sit down and hear the story of how these women started their business because the most commonly asked question that I get is how do I get started? So this is for you, for the girl who has a dream or an idea and just wants to start. So I hope that these interviews inspire you to dream big and chase your goals. Before we get started with today's episode, please take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways with me on social media by tagging me at Francesca X and at Full of Joy Podcast on Instagram. And if you're feeling generous, please leave me a review. Let me know what you're loving, what you want to listen to, potential guests. I always read them and it always gives me ideas for what to record the next episode on. So let's jump into today's interview. So today we get to sit down with Jules Acree. Jules is the real deal. She has hacked productivity and created an unstoppable system for getting things done. Jules is a wellness blogger and entrepreneur with a background in yoga teaching, and she shares so much advice and lifestyle tips to live from a mindful and intentional core. Jules is going to motivate you in so many ways. And also quickly, before we jump into this, I wanted to share that in this interview, we talk about Jules's new course called Simplify and Thrive. And it wasn't released yet when we recorded this, but now it is officially live. So I will share her course, Simplify and Thrive, and all of her info over on my Instagram for you guys. So let's jump into it. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to sit down with me today. I'm so excited to get to hear your story. Yeah. Like, it's so funny because we've known each other for quite a long time now and like literally have been roommates. Yes, we have. <laughs> literally shared a bed, but we don't, like, I have never gotten to hear your full story. So I just think you're so interesting. You're so um, relatable and so smart, and you are the perfect person to learn from about um, sustainability and living low waste and just more conscious and like picking ethical pieces for your closet or for your kitchen. Um, so you're just the perfect person to learn from. So thank you for sharing that with me. So that's why I wanted to have you on because I'm like, I know this girl personally and like you inspired me so much. So I need to share her with the world. <laughs> Everybody thank needs you. to know Jules. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm excited to chat. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So you are a lifestyle influencer. Like, what in that space are you called like a wellness influencer? What would you call yourself? I don't even call myself an influencer. I feel like, yeah. I guess I'm like a, a, I call myself just like a content creator, yeah. a wellness entrepreneur. Yeah. Wellness entrepreneur. Yes. Call it what it is. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. So in that space, I feel like you are so well-known um, and so respected. So I want to know how you got to this point. What's your why? How did you get started? Give us the whole backstory. Well, I started, I was actually like looking back and like, when was my first blog post? When did I start this? It was eight years ago, which is crazy. It feels like, like that's almost a decade. And now I'm starting to feel old, but aging is a privilege and it's awesome. And I'm like actually really looking forward to being in my thirties. Cause I hear it's going to be like the best time of your life. Um, 
But yeah, I started eight years ago. I just wanted to start a blog and just share my journey through wellness with everybody. And well, I, when I say everybody, I mean like my Facebook friends, and like the few people in my life that actually knew I had a blog. Um, but it was really like something that I created to kind of be like a, a creative outlet. And so that just was something that I kept up with and it evolved into something that became a full-time job, not something that I ever thought could be a job um, back then because that wasn't really normal <laughs> and that wasn't yeah. something that we saw a lot. But yeah, I think it just goes to show that when you're really passionate about something and you're consistent about it and you keep showing up, even if you feel like nobody is maybe listening or hearing or seeing what you're doing and you keep doing it because you're passionate about it, you're going to tap into a community of people who also have like-minded views and thoughts and yeah, that's essentially what happened. So it started out with me mostly talking about yoga and clean beauty and skincare. And now it's evolved into what it is today, which I feel like, you know, you, you have like your niche, but your niche kind of evolves with you because yeah. I am my brand and the things that I was interested in eight years ago are going to also evolve. I love talking about all things intentional living. And a lot of it has undertones of purposeful productivity and talking about systems and efficiency and also knowing that self-care and rest are two major ingredients in a productive fulfilling life <laughs> I have so many questions like I'm just like where do I even start so you talk about intentional living and so you have a YouTube channel you have a blog you have a Instagram um you have website um you're starting true belly like you are going in in so many directions um so yeah let's start with your like purposeful productivity how are you doing all that because <laughs> you're a new bed, you're a dog mom um and I know you're busy you have like clients I know you're so busy how do you have time for this like how do you keep yourself um accountable but also like you said like have that downtime take us through that process so I think what I what I've learned is that it's not about you know what's on your to-do list, it's how you approach your to-do list and how you can make that more efficient and effective for you and your lifestyle. And so while I'm trying to you know, manage, I have like my hands in so many different buckets, but if I didn't have the system that I have in place now, then there's no way I'd be able to operate on the things that I'm currently working on. You know, I, yeah. I feel like I have a system and it's a repeatable set of habits and actions that I can take every day. So I'm not showing up at my desk, starting from scratch every single day. That's not, that's what we, what I want to avoid is starting from scratch. Yeah. Like I know these systems and routines that work that make me feel good. And I'm going to automate the redundant, boring things that, you know, don't need to be taking up my time or my energy or my, my mental energy. And so, yeah, I, there's just, I talk a lot about it in my course, which I'm launching. And I told you about it last week, launching a course is just like such a big thing. And especially when you're, I feel like the whole concept of simplifying and all of that, there's just so many layers and it's everything that I've learned in my life is pretty much summed up in this course in the realm of simplifying and efficiency. Yeah, there's so many things that I am passionate about and interested in. And there's a lot of different projects that I have. And I just, that's just the kind of person that I am. I really like to be doing lots of different things, yeah. but I still manage to have time for rest. And 
I don't feel like I'm in this constant hustle mode because that's not sustainable. And I, I learned that the hard way that constantly pushing yourself for more and more is just going to burn you out and you're not going to be, you're not even going to enjoy doing what you're doing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I am, I can relate to like where I was in the constant hustle mood. Um, and it really is those systems, like you said, those repeatable daily set of habits um, that can actually help you do more where it seems like, well, if I just do the same thing every day, like how am I going to get further? But it's actually like, you know, that's actually going to help you do more and have more room for that creativity. And I know you are so creative. Um, so like you said, like you, you have so many different passions and so many ideas and you are so good at bringing them out into the world and like putting things out there and you're so good at launching. Um, so I really want to ask like about that whole launch, how the whole, like how you start your things, like how you started your client business, how you started your blog. Like if someone is getting started, (laughs) what would be like three tips for, you know, having those habits or having those, um, you know, systems in place? Like what are three tips for getting started? The first thing is you need to know your why, which everyone talks about, but like, I don't feel like enough people actually put it into practice. If you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, then what's the point? Um, You might think like, I want to do this because I see other people doing it, or I want to do this because I think this is what I'm going to want. I think this is what's going to make me happy, but I'm a big journaler and very introspective. And so I, I go through a series of questions. I ask myself, you know, like, how do I imagine my future self? What would my older self, you know, what would I, someone I look up to like what what would they do and you know like trying to really get into the understanding of like why do I want to do this why do I want to launch this thing and how is that going to fulfill me or help me uh, empower myself to become the best future me that I want to be and so it's just really about asking yourself the right questions via journaling so that's the first step that I would take Um, and then the next thing is like you know actually putting it into action, which requires a system, requires organization. I'm naturally a free spirit and very much, I'm very much like a floaty (laughs) type of person, I'd say. Um, But then I was very much against the idea of structure until I learned that like structure is not meant to be a negative thing. It's not meant to contain you in this box. It's meant to create a framework that you can just freely show up and flow within. And so that's how I personally approach structure. So third thing is to just trust and put it out there because ultimately it's okay to not have everything perfect. And I have to tell myself this all the time, you know, like you can always come back and edit things, fix it, you know, revise, get feedback. You're never going to learn if you don't just start putting it out there. And it just takes some bravery. You don't even have to be confident. You can still be scared, (laughs) but it's brave to still put it out there. So you um, share a lot of knowledge for free, I would say, like on you. (laughs) post a lot of like, um, like here, sit with me for three seconds and breathe. And you post just a lot of free things for us to learn from. So I think it's so cool that you're making like an intentional course with all of these things, like so thought out and so packaged up for us. So I can't wait to take it. So thank you for doing that. So I want to ask kind of how you discovered like your niche like that. Like, how did you kind of discover like, okay, you know what? People actually respect me in this wellness space. And I actually have a big passion for this. So how did you kind of take those, 
um, like that evidence of that, of people wanting that from you and like create a reels from it or create a blog post from it. like, how did you kind of discover your niche and then position yourself as an expert in that? So I started, I mean, everything that I started in wellness kind of rooted from my yoga teacher training and what I learned there in terms of mindfulness. I feel like everything, no matter whether I'm talking about how to organize your calendar or how to, um, you know, declutter your pantry, it all comes down to intentionalism and just being more mindful and all that stems from my my yoga, meditation, and mindfulness practice and training. So that's kind of my, my core. Um, everything that I do kind of comes back to this introspective part of me. Um, but yeah, I feel like when it comes to wellness or when it comes to productivity, these always feel like separate buckets. But to me, everything intersects and it's all components of you know, your living, breathing life. And so that's, I like to approach things as a network versus like these separate categories of things. It's like, you need to find like a mindfulness practice so that you can have a space that's safe for you to unload and just process and um, even find that creativity. And then you also need systems and you need uh, tools in order to help you create more space in your day. Like I, I, I like to approach productivity, not for the sake of being able to squeeze more things in your day, but to be able to create more space in your day and then do what you want with that space. Wow. I love this. This is making me feel like I, I like can really work on my productivity systems. <laughs> it takes time. Like, and I, and it took me a while to figure that out. And I think a lot of people last year were just thrown into the work from home mode. And it takes, it took me two years before I was like really in the groove of that. I was going to brunch with my friends in the middle of the day. Cause I'm like, I didn't make my own schedule and yeah. I was getting nothing done. And then I was working till like 2 AM. So like, that was not, I had to like learn and fail quickly to figure out this isn't working. I don't feel my healthiest. I don't feel even like I'm nurturing my own thoughts anymore. So I had to get to that point to realize like, okay, what can I do to really make this something that I enjoy? I want to live life and enjoy life. And I also want to enjoy my work. And I don't feel like it has to be one or the other. Absolutely. Yes. Why would it be? Yeah. You are such a good role model of that and of living intentionally and having that mindfulness. So I think what I'm hearing you say is like, you really are your own support. Like I know you have a lot of support from your community and your husband and your family and friends, of course, but you have to have your own support and you have to have your own back and look out for yourself and take care of yourself. And you really are a great example of that. Um, so I think that is definitely one of your greatest gifts and greatest skills is having that intro, um, introspection how do you say that yep introspection yep. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> totally. yeah so what are your other gifts or skills like I know you're really good at time management of course and actually I think I saw you had was it a reel or a tiktok of like how you have your google calendar all set up a youtube video yeah, yeah. youtube yeah yes. so helpful yeah anyone listening go check out Jules's um youtube channel because you have so many good resources and tips on there but yeah like tell us more about your gifts and skills and how you use them to uh, you know be your best self like you are right now so I feel like I'm pretty good at making things feel simple because I think a lot of things can feel intimidating when you're on the outside but when you have someone to just kind of break it down for you and be like look I did this in 10 minutes and it's made a world of difference. You know, just opening up your calendar, um, the video you're referring to, the, the default Google calendar settings are like 
bright purple, bright blue, yellow, and it's like screaming at you. So no matter how many things you put on your calendar, you're just like, I don't even want to look at it. My eyes are burning. So I just took the time to, you know, find more calming colors that could, you know, make me feel more at peace when I look at my calendar. And so that was like step one. I was like, okay, I just want to actually create something that makes me feel calm when I look at it. Um, and a lot of, I think my, ultimately my gift is being able to figure out, you know, what are the pain points and like, what are some simple ways that we can quickly like take action on this? That doesn't have to take years. Like what are some quick, simple habits and tips you can integrate right away that are going to make a big difference. And, you know, these tiny shifts are things that will add up over time. So mm -hmm. I'm really all about, I'm not an all or nothing person. I'm very much like a gradual, tiny shifts, tiny changes, and just showing up for those consistently while also being fluid and reminding yourself that things can shift and change. It's just, it doesn't have to be this static thing, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very interesting. I want to hear more about the Home Bodies Co. So that is your online business that you launched with products to help us be more intentional and um, like more ethical and low waste. And I just want to hear all about that. So you started this blog. Um, and then you, like you said, it has morphed into so much and now it's even morphed into a store with products. So how did you think of the name for that? Um, cause it's so creative and so cute and perfect for this time of everyone being at home. Um, and how do you like source your products? How do you test things? Like, tell us all about that whole process. Yeah. It's so funny. Cause I, I've always had an interest in, in learning about what an online store would be like and how that worked. And so I started the homebodies more as out of curiosity. Um, I just wanted to learn what it, what it was like to start a store and how did that, how did that, how did that happen? Um, and to be honest, it's not something that I have like this long-term big picture vision of it's just a hobby. And I felt like with the pandemic, and with everything just being online and digital, I really just needed something physical and grounding, something that I could just like hold with my hands. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And the name just happened because I am always, I've always been a homebody. And as a kid, it was, it was something that was uh, thought of as more of like a negative thing. It kind of made me feel like, oh, she's just a homebody. She doesn't want to go and do, the, yeah. do those fun things and be out at parties or be out like, adventurous and like that's really not it at all because like I I love like being outdoors and doing all those types of things but then I also really love to create a space that makes me feel safe and nourished and just like feel good in and so that's kind of the name just kind of happened because it just made complete sense because that's the type of store that I wanted I wanted people to come to the store and feel uh feel cozy and feel like they are supported in a way so that's how it started. And yeah, the sourcing of the products, like I really wanted to have the products just have, be a reflection and an extension of my values and the types of things that I look for and use in my daily life. The first product that we launched was our matcha ceramic bowl and the mug. And that was actually something we were going to launch before I even knew I was going to have a shop. It was just going to be launched on Omi and the City but it just made sense with the timing to put it under the home body. So that matcha bowl was inspired by my grandmother who had a tea bowl and it was a very special bowl with a spout. And I wanted to create something more modern that I wouldn't be, you know, worried to use every single day because hers is like a family heirloom. And so I didn't want to, you know, actually make my matcha there every single day. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that was the first product and it was, it's still my favorite, favorite thing that we've launched. 
Yeah. It's nice to hear you say that, like, I can totally relate to being a homebody. Um, and you're like, yeah, like it would typically have like a negative connotation to it, but it's totally not. It's like, you just have the power to make your home be something you do enjoy and you do want to be in. Um, and I think it's so cool that you are an advocate for that. So I want to know, since you are doing all these things, I know you're super smart and you do a lot of research, um, but did you have any mentors or any like friends that have started a business in the wellness space or anything like um, someone you could look to, to learn about how to grow your channel or even about how to be more like ethical or low waste with your purchases? Like, did you have any mentors or anybody that you look to, to learn from, or how did you learn? It's so... I was like thinking about this and I wish I had like just one mentor, you know, that I could name, but I feel like I just have a lot of really cool women in my life and they're all doing different things. Um, and they're even in different niches than I am, but I think all of us together have something different to offer. And I love that we have this sense of, you know, being able to talk about money, being able to talk about big picture vision, life, just life in general, like anything like that. I feel like I have a really great uh, network of people that I can talk to and not even people that, you know, are people that I know in person in real life, but people that are like my internet friends that I can like leave a voice message with and say, Hey, like, I need your help. What do you think about this? I feel like the internet is such a cool place where you can connect with so many different people and feel so close to them, even if you've never actually met them face to face. <laughs> But yeah, I think there's just, I think ultimately when you start openly sharing advice with each other, like that's how everyone can grow. And I feel like I have that. I think that, like I was saying, you're someone that we could all really learn so much from. So if you like, if you could picture your younger self or someone that even just feels like they're a little bit behind you and they want to be doing what you're doing or something like it, what is like one piece of advice that you would give to them to encourage them? I would encourage them to trust more in themselves uh, because I feel like now with being online, there's just so many different platforms, different, it's just so crowded. There's just so much going on that oftentimes you can lose sight of your own voice and your own intuition. And so I would just say, trust, tune in, slow down. You know, you don't need to go searching on the internet for, for your inspiration. A lot of times inspiration hits when you're away from those things. Yeah. So I think we need to work harder to unplug um, because a lot of times the internet can get us up in our heads about everything. Am I doing enough? Am I, you know, am I, am I hitting these milestones fast enough? Like we just need to stop trying to compare where we are in our journey to other people on the internet, mm -hmm. because I think it's just so you can use that as like inspiration, like to say like, oh, like that's goals. Like I love that path that this person is taking and I'm so inspired by their journey. But then you have to learn when you can like shut that off and go tune into your own channel and figure out like, well, what do I have to offer? And how can I bring my gifts out there into the world? Tune into your own channel. Wow. I love that. <laughs> It's so funny because I was actually just talking to my mom about that, like just kind of the mindless scrolling. And she was like saying that she feels like she's almost searching for something when she's going, like she's searching for inspiration, searching for an idea, which you can totally get. But yeah, it's so cool to hear you say that you actually could get more inspiration from time off. And like, I was just on vacation. And I totally, like I came back with like just a list of like 50 things I want to do and create from not being on my phone and not getting inspiration from other people. Really interesting. Mm -hmm. So if your older self 
just visualize your older self and what she's doing. If she could tell you something and give you some inspiration or just kind of any guidance, what do you think that would be for you? I, I feel like I would tell myself now to, <laughs> to just like enjoy more. Cause I feel like a lot of times we're thinking of like, what's the next thing we want to work on? What's the next thing? And it's not out of a place of like feeling like you need to constantly do that, but it's like, you have all these ideas. And when you're someone who just constantly has ideas, sometimes I need to like contain myself, like, listen, you have lots of ideas, but you don't have to do them all. And you don't have to do one after the other, like learn to coast. And I think that was a big lesson moving to Austin was learning to coast and not feel like I needed to be working on the next thing. It's just, you know, I don't want to look back and think, I don't even remember that time in my life because I was so focused on like, what's next, what's next. I felt that very much in New York city. When I first started my, started my blogging journey, I don't even remember hardly those years where I was like really in the thick of blogging because, and, and I look back and like, I did so many cool things. I traveled to so many places, met lots of people, but I was so focused on like growing and like launching new things and I was just so focused on growth at that point that I didn't really appreciate all the cool things that I've experienced and so now I feel like I'm like truly just like feeling more grounded in that and not focusing um, on the future so much but also just really enjoying the present and being proud of the past well yeah kind of like respect yourself now like give respect to her and listen to her and like honor her now because the future her is going to be great too. And the past her was great too. But right now is the only version that we have. Amen. Yeah. And this I is life. It. Like literally we're living life right now. I don't want to be like waiting for the next thing. Like we are living life and I, we need to enjoy every moment of that. Amen. Wow. This was so fun. I love just getting to chat with you and hear your story. So where <laughs> can we find you? What's your blog? What's your Instagram handle? Tell us all of it. So you can find me on YouTube at Om and the City or Jules Acre, my new last name. <laughs> finally, finally legally changing that. Um, and yeah, Instagram, same handle. All my handles are Om and the City. And yeah, be sure to be on the lookout for my course because I'm very excited to put that out there. It's called Simplify and Thrive. I created a guidebook about it a couple of years ago. So this is the course version, which is way more in depth. I'm excited about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Amazing. Well, yeah, I'll definitely keep my audience updated on Simplify and Thrive, but thank you so much for Jules for sharing all your tips and all your advice with us. Like this is seriously going to help so many people and has already helped me. I'm so excited to like get into my Google calendar after this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm so glad we got to catch up. Well, I want to hear more about what's going on in your life on a, <laughs> on a later, not on your podcast, but um, good seeing your face. Of course. You too. Well, I love you. Hope you have a great day. Thank you so much. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Bye.